Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your host Jenny and Matt Morris. In this episode, we're exploring ways you can make your food and dollar stretch further during this difficult time of social distancing and self-isolation due to the COVID-19 virus. Yes, this is definitely an unprecedented time and we hope you're doing everything you can to stay safe and we wish everyone the best during these trying times. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to give you some tips on how to eat healthy while you're on a budget. But before we get into all of that, we are going to real quickly go through what we ate this week to hopefully inspire you. And some of the highlights, our first meal would be we made a chicken and dumpling soup, which if you follow us on Instagram, you saw a picture of it and I know it made you drool. It was fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> we haven't made it in a while, and the dumplings are great, and the soup in general is just such a cozy, warmth-feeling meal. Yeah, it's definitely comfort food. And in place of chicken, we use soy curls. We've talked about them numerous times on the podcast. They are so good, and they work out great as like a chicken substitute. And also for the dumplings, to give it a little more kick of flavor, I always add either rosemary or thyme in the batter. And it gives the dumplings, you know, a really good taste to them. So that's just a little tip for you. And our meal number two highlight, we made lasagna. And we went traditional style. Like we just wanted a lasagna like we had when we were kids. That is just the very traditional style. Like normally we have like a ton of vegetables in it and we make it as healthy as possible. But this time we just went full on pasta Uh, And then we made the meat sauce. So we used Beyond Beef in it. And then we had tofu ricotta. And then we actually took, and we normally leave the vegan cheese out, but we had a load, a load of vegan shredded mozzarella cheese uh, mixed in. Yeah, it was old school. It was Mm -hmm. wonderful. It was hearty and... I cannot say enough good things about it. Right. And you notice a theme here. We have major comfort foods going on here. And it's because I think we all need a little comfort during this time. And this definitely has been helping us. So we had our chicken and dumpling soup. We had our lasagna. And our third meal, one of our favorite meals, as you all know, tacos. Tacos are always welcome. (laughs) Doesn't matter if it's good times or bad times. Tacos are a good time. Yeah. And as you know, there's a million different ways that you can make tacos. What we did this time, we used cauliflower, crumbled it up in a pan, added taco seasoning, a little bit of water, softened it up, cooked that down. And we made tacos, put a little bit of purple cabbage on it, some salsa, uh, some sour cream that we bought at the store. It was Tofuti sour cream uh, this time. And uh, we usually make our own sour cream using cashews. However, we did buy it this time and it was wonderful. Very good. Yep. So those are our meals. And hopefully that inspires you when you're considering meals to make over the next week. So now on to our main topic. How can you maintain eating a healthy diet while you're on a budget? We're going to tell you exactly how to do that. No doubt. And because of the times we're in where we might be hunkered down for a few weeks, we want to stretch what we have as best we can. Absolutely. So this is a difficult time for the world. And with the threat of COVID-19 or aka coronavirus impacting our health 
and the economic meltdown that we're having as a result of it, we are going to give you some ways that you can still maintain a healthy diet by stocking your kitchen with food that is versatile and inexpensive. So first off, our first recommendation and something that we highly recommend everyone do before you hit the grocery store is to take stock of what you already have. So taking inventory of your refrigerator, your freezer, your pantry, make a note of all food inventory in the fridge, freezer and pantry. It is absolutely a must before you go to the store. And why is it? We have to know what you have and what you need. We go to the grocery store, we're finding that a lot of shelves are completely bare and people have stocked up and left others with very little. So you need to know what you have, how long you can make it last, and what you can purchase to get the most bang for your buck and longevity out of what you purchase. Yep. So avoid unnecessary spending or unnecessary overspending. And also taking stock of what you have, it prevents taking resources from others that may need it more than you. Hoarding is just not cool. Definitely not. Hashtag hoarding is not cool. Yeah, we are definitely (laughs) in this together. We all need these items. So we're trying to not take from other people, but we also want to make sure we have enough for ourselves. Exactly. So also... Taking stock of what you have limits your potential exposure or risk of getting this virus. So less time make, taking trips to the store, less time exposing yourself to other people, of touching things. It can definitely help with that. And then also, as you're taking inventory, make sure that you track the quantity of each item. So just create a simple list that lists out the items, how much you have, and whether you need it or not. So we do have a simple form that we provide our members of our Frugal Vegan Foodie course that we will add to the show notes, a link to that. So that way you have that and that'll help you take stock of what you have. So we'll definitely include that. Next, after you take stock of what you have, we just want to kind of review the anatomy of a balanced meal. So it's not about going to the store, stocking up on as much ramen noodle as you can find, right? It's simple. It's easy. It's inexpensive. I don't even think you can find any nowadays. No, and when you go to the store, you see all the pre-packaged done-for-you meals are pretty much wiped off the shelves. Right. And people just want to try to get as much food as they can. And they're not really worried about the health of it right now, Mm -hmm. but there is a way to do this where you can still be mindful of that. Exactly. So the anatomy of a a balanced meal, you want to make sure your meal includes your grains, um, protein like beans, tofu, um, and such. Definitely vegetables. It might be difficult for you to get fresh vegetables nowadays because, you know, they're perishable and with not being able to go out frequently uh, to the store or to the farmer's market, you know, this can be difficult. So, you know, you can get frozen vegetables, highly recommend. That's what we've been doing a lot lately, uh, or canned vegetables. And also another recommendation is to get a produce box delivery service to either deliver produce to you or you can go pick it up at their location in a safe manner. So that helps you support local farmers that are definitely struggling right now. 
And then, of course, adding fats. So fats are very important. Fat is not evil. It is essential. So make sure that you include like nuts, seeds, olives, olive oil. Uh, You definitely need to include fat in your diet. So don't forget that. So grains, protein, vegetables, fruits, if you have them, definitely. And then your fats, nuts, seeds, olives, you know, whatever you can get. So always keep that in mind. Okay, so now we're going to go over what you should stock in your pantry, refrigerator, and freezer. Uh, not necessarily that you should, but dif- different ideas that you can that you can stock, and stuff that we actually have. Make sure that we always have stocked in our um, pantry, refrigerator, and freezer. So number one, starting with pantry uh, grains. So rice, quinoa, bulgur wheat, farro. Quick oats, steel cut oats. Oats are essential. They are very inexpensive and you can do so many different things with them. Uh, Same with all the other grains like quinoa is very versatile, rice, I mean all of these. So definitely want to stock up on grains. They are not expensive. You can find them very cheaply. Definitely try to buy them in bulk if you can. It's going to be cheaper and it's it's just great to have on hand. It's a great base to have uh, for your meals. Yeah, and as we mentioned before, a lot of people seem to be buying up these prepackaged meals. And just personally, what I've noticed is all these grains are kind of left unsold. So you can mm-hmm. really get them kind of easily and you can really stretch them and make them last a long time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So 100% recommend that you stock up on your grains. Another thing to consider is your protein. So your beans, your chickpeas. Chickpeas, black beans, kidney beans, definitely lentils. Beans also are inexpensive, especially if you buy them in bulk, if you buy them dried. Yeah, it takes a little bit more work to cook them if they're dry, but you can find them very inexpensive. And if you can't do that, and we do most often, we buy the canned beans. So chickpeas, black beans, lentils. Y'all know that we're obsessed with lentils and black beans and chickpeas, all of these. Uh, Kidney beans is another one. I don't know if I mentioned that, but they're great um, in a lot of different things. So definitely want to load up on your protein and inexpensive protein is to go with beans and quinoa. Quinoa is is a, a complete protein. So keep that in mind as well. And then, of course, pasta. Pasta is not probably the healthiest thing in the world, but it's inexpensive and you can stretch it pretty far. And also, even though pasta itself in a lot of cases, especially made from like all-purpose flour or whatever, is not the healthiest thing, but you can add different elements to the dish, to the meal that is healthy. So just keep that in mind. So for pasta, you have, obviously I don't need to go through this list, but lasagna, spaghetti, fettuccine, um, orzo salad, like there's so many different things that you can do with pasta. Not that we need to spell that out. I think everybody knows about this. <laughs> and pasta is one of the things I've noticed on a shelf that goes pretty quickly because people identify that you can make it last a long time. But just keep that in mind when you're at the grocery store, if you do see a box or two of pasta, it will last you a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's a good pickup if you can just grab a box or so. Right. Uh, next, we mentioned before soy curls. They're great to have a lot around. Um, they're a good source of protein. They're very versatile. You can buy them directly on their website, which is what I recommend, Butler Foods. 
Uh, you can buy it in bulk. Huge boxes of it will last you a very long time. Um, and it's a family-owned small company, so it's really good to support them as well. So highly recommend Soy Curls. Again, it's Butler Foods. You could also find it on Amazon. Now, potatoes. Very inexpensive. So many things that you can do with potatoes. You can make baked potatoes, french fries, um, shredded potatoes, uh, just roasted potatoes, like everything. Potatoes are mashed potatoes. So many things that you can do. And they're not expensive. And you can get a lot of them for the money. We eat baked potatoes all the time. Yeah, they're cheap. They're versatile. They're wonderful. You can do so many tasty options with them. So if you can grab a bag, grab a bag because they will give you a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, simple meal, baked potato, throw some black beans on there, some salsa, some vegan sour cream. There you go. Healthy, delicious, wonderful meal. All right, next we recommend in your pantry, load up on flour. So much you can do with flour. You can make your own bread. It's super easy to make your own bread, folks. Super easy. But if you don't like baking, if you don't like cooking, that's fine. That's okay. You can find inexpensive bread at the store. That's still available to you. But I'm just saying, flour is essential if you ever want to make your own bread. Or not just bread, other baked goods, anything, pancakes, waffles, uh, breakfast items, scones, muffins. Like there's so many different things. So flour is a good thing to always have in your pantry and on hand, especially during these difficult times because you can really stretch it and, and, and make different things with it. Uh, next, we recommend corn or flour tortillas for tacos. You could, oh, so inexpensive. You could get huge stacks of these, especially at Costco, where you can make tacos or, you know, use them for different things, quesadillas or, you know, whatever. They're just a really good, inexpensive thing that you can buy in bulk, not just at Costco, even at the grocery store. Like we were at Food Line and we got like two huge stacks of them. So we know that's going to, um, we can do a lot with them. And tacos are great. They're, like we talk about tacos all the time, and, and the different ways that we eat tacos, and you know, there's so many different things that you can do than other, you know, than just like your traditional taco. So it's definitely something good to have it to keep in mind. All right, so those are some pantry ideas for you. Next, refrigerator. So you have your condiments like vegan mayonnaise, sour cream. Salsa, hot sauce, mustard, ketchup, all your different condiments that you want to keep in your fridge. Make sure you're stocked up on that. Also, any plant-based milk, which can also be a pantry item if you don't buy it cold. So, plant-based milks. Uh, Tofu, tempeh, uh, any other, like, uh, you know, if there's a certain meat substitute that you like. Like we mentioned, we like Beyond Beef, so we have that in the refrigerator or in the freezer. Uh, Any vegan cheese that you like. And, you know, that's another refrigerated item. And, you know, whatever you normally have that you feel like you need during this time when you're stuck at home, uh, just make a list of it. If you don't have it on hand in your inventory, make sure when you do go for that one big haul at the grocery store that you have it on your list. Then we have freezer items. So good things to, to stock up on for the freezer. Vegetables, fruit. Uh, Any pre-made meals you have, either whether you buy it at the store, we know everyone doesn't like to cook, but if you're not really concerned with price that much and, you know, you absolutely have a hard no (laughs) for cooking, buy some pre-made meals at at the store. Or if you want to make it yourself, 
batch meals. Make a big batch of soup, a big casserole, and, and freeze it. Throw it in the freezer. Make sure you have room in your freezer for these items. And then, of course, some fun stuff, too, like tater tots, french fries. You know, we usually have tater tots in our freezer. Love the tater tots. And I also just want to say just my few grocery store visits. If you are willing to make stuff yourself, I feel like, me personally, it's a lot easier right now because I know I've mentioned it already in this podcast, but a lot of the pre-made meals are just gone off the shelves. But I do notice there's still flour and there's all these things where you can actually make the stuff that are left behind. And if you are able to make the stuff yourself, I think benefit in the long run. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us are stuck at home. You know, some of us have lost our jobs and we have a little bit more time on our hands. So maybe you've wanted to learn to cook or, you know, you wanted to give it a try, then, you know, this is a good time to do it, to kind of learn and, and figure it out. But I know some people, a lot of people don't even like to cook. So if you're one of those people, you know, it, I don't know, it's tough. Well, and plus, like, if you are one of these people that you just can't cook and you don't have any idea where to start, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're the other side that you can do all this stuff, you know, leave those prepackaged meals for those people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's you, a good if point. If you're able to do it, yeah. do it. Because there are people that just can't seem to figure it out. So let them have those meals. Yep. Absolutely. All right. And then we want to talk about some meal ideas. So these are certain meals that we've made, certain meals to give you a little bit of an idea of inexpensive ways that include meals that you can stretch further. Okay. So when we say stretch further, we mean making a big batch of soup that will last you the week. You can eat it for lunches every week or making a casserole that you that will stretch you further. So for example, some of these meal ideas would be lasagna, of course, soups, like I just mentioned, casseroles, uh, any pasta dish, like spaghetti, for example. Something simple like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, your Buddha and veggie bowls. So that kind of goes back to the anatomy of a balanced meal. So you have your grains, your protein, your vegetables. So make sure you have all of that in your bowls. Very simple to do, simple to put together. You can batch cook some stuff and have it ready for you for different meals. Tacos, of course, uh, for breakfast or whenever you want to eat it. Baked oatmeal, regular oatmeal. Uh, you have tofu scramble, baked potatoes, like we mentioned. For breakfast, pancakes and waffles. A big batch of chili. That will stretch very far. You know, and other meals that you can make in like use your slow cooker, your instant pot, uh, one pot meals. If you don't like to cook, you could throw everything in a pot. And just make it together. There's so many different options for you out there. But these type of meals, everything that I'm mentioning here, it's stuff that you can stretch throughout the week. Stuff that will last you longer. Stuff that is inexpensive. Includes simple ingredients. And just looking at this list of the things that we've made in the past month while we're all trying to cope with this COVID-19 scenario we're in, we made lasagna, we made soups, we've made the fettuccine Alfredo. That lasagna, we made a casserole dish of it. It lasted us a week. And the chicken and dumpling soup you just made, like that has lasted us a week. So it doesn't take much to create a batch and just get you through a solid week. Yeah, and so, so that's what we've been doing. Yeah, so it's not... 
you're not spending all the time in the kitchen making these. So batching all of these meals is definitely a good idea. And another thing, in our situation, I work from home. So I don't have to worry about, you know, all the food that I need is here. Matt, on the other hand, doesn't work from home. He still needs to go to his job. It hasn't closed. It's considered essential. So he, instead of going out for lunch like he normally does, we pack him a lunch. So this helps us when we batch these soups and make these casseroles. It also gives him lunch that he can take to work. So that way he's not going out and exposing himself uh, to different things and going to his work cafeteria and going to different restaurants. And plus, by doing so, there may be some people at my work that don't have that luxury that rely on the cafeteria. And by me not having to use those resources, then maybe I'm freeing up some food for them. Exactly. Yeah. So we're thinking about ourselves, but we're thinking of other people too. Always keep other people in your mind. So compassion is definitely <laughs> needed nowadays. Yep. We are all in this together, folks. Yes. So a couple other miscellaneous tips that we just wanted to point out, uh, definitely portion control. So you might you might have like this massive plate of food and you're very generous a lot, but just keep in mind portion control. And I'm definitely guilty of this. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> we do make something and I want to take it for lunch, I take way more than I probably should for a lunch. Mm-hmm. But because of the current situation, I take an appropriate portion because I want that For example, that lasagna to last all week. So I do take an appropriate portion. Yep. Uh, Next, batch cooking. We highly recommend it. It's so easy. Like I make a big batch of quinoa at the beginning of every week or whatever grain I'm having that week. So quinoa I usually make or some brown rice and I have it ready for me. So I'm not cooking it every single day. Uh, You know, it's already ready for me. And then I can just, you know, plan out meals around that. And planning meals is another thing uh, that, you know, we definitely want to point out as a tip. It's so much easier and better to control the food that you're eating, you know, and, and what's going out and what you need if you plan your meals ahead of time. It's very important. Um, so that way you're not wasting food. You know where it's going. It takes a little more effort. Yeah. But it's definitely going to help you in the end. Yeah. You're definitely more efficient when you have a game plan. Exactly. Um, freezing meals, like we mentioned, uh, there's so many different things. All the meal ideas that we gave you, pretty much just about all of them you can freeze. So make a big batch of it, freeze it, so that way you have it ready for yourself. And then also, you know, one thing that doesn't have anything to do with food. However, you know, we highly want to recommend that you move your butt. <laughs> so getting in some cardio every day, it doesn't even have to be crazy just so Go for a 20 minute walk, you know, move your body. It's so easy that if we're stuck at home, we're just like sitting in front of the TV or laying down and reading a book or something, but we, we need to keep up with our exercise as well. I know that has been challenging for me because I like to go, I take row classes. I go to a place called Row House and I really enjoy getting on the rowing machine and taking these group classes. And it's something that I've had to give up and it's been challenging, but I go for walks around. We live in a condo building. I go for walks around our building and I have some weights and I have my yoga mat and I signed up for club Pilates and (laughs) 
what else? The pure bar, um, on demand things that I, so I've been exercising in front of the TV. So, you know, it's still important that you move your body and not just cardio, not just walking, like do a little bit of strength training. You don't need weights to do that either. So just work your muscles a little bit because the older you get, you know, the, your muscles start deteriorating faster, uh, the longer you're sedentary. So it's just definitely important that you move, move your body. Definitely. And you may have to get a little bit creative with this because like I said, we can go outside, we can exercise, but the problem is we don't have too many options of places to go. So the parks are kind of crowded right now with people with the same idea, but just try to get creative with it. Get outside, take a walk down the street, just get moving, keep yourself active, and we will try to get through this. Yeah. Yeah. We're on it together. So that's really some of our ideas and tips we just kind of wanted to discuss with you. We hope you got a lot out of this and it helps you stay a little safer and save a little money in the process. No doubt. Yep. But before we go, uh, we will include the grain guide, like we mentioned. Um, Actually, I don't know if I mentioned that. I don't think I did. (laughs) I mentioned the inventory tracking. We're going to send out the inventory tracking sheet that you can use to track your inventory in your kitchen. But in addition, which I don't think I mentioned, but I'm also... I feel like you did, but maybe not. Yeah. But I'm also going to uh, give you a link for the grain guide. So there's a lot of different grains out there other than just brown rice and stuff, which so many people are used to. So this guide is going to tell you about different grains that you can try out there, the description of each of them the nutritional profile, and it also tells you how to cook them. So it's, it's definitely a really good guide for you to have, and we're going to include that link as well. I'm trying to give you as much information as you can to kind of help you through this time. So that's our episode. Yeah. So, oh, you know. Stay hunkered down. Yeah. Please do your best to stay safe. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So if you like this episode, please share it. Um, and then, you know, definitely share this, please. And if you like the episode, give us a good review if you haven't already. Uh, please and thank you. Please and thank you. Yeah, it helps us reach more people when you do that. So we absolutely would appreciate that. All righty. Well, that's it. We hope you have a wonderful week. We do. We appreciate every single one of you. Yes, please and be safe. Again, please be safe. And we will talk to you next time. Yep. Peace, Peace and, and love. love.